Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. I like Dershaw. I mean, this guy's a big, physical. Uh, he can get up to the second level. Uh, he can be dominating when he wants to be. Um, and so they, you know, they picked up a heck of a value because I thought there was a possibility. And, and obviously, offensive tackle is going to be a need. And it looked like... Um, those linemen because of the quarterbacks then there was going to be a run on the dbs you know that tends to happen and that did obviously uh with what happened uh that that pushed some good offensive linemen back and so the vikings i think pulled off a a really really good deal football yeah brian billick bringing the bringing the evaluation purple daily mackie judd executive producer declan goff presented by tcl Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. All right, before we get into, uh, we're bringing pecking order back today. We love to rank things on this show. Mm-hmm. Not sure if people realize that we love to rank <laughs> things on the show. No, so we'll get to that. They're very confused. We'll to, They're like, you guys do? Yeah, what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we like we'll, to. We'll get to uh, what we thought was going to happen last week here. Todd McShay's way too early, 2022 mock, but. I'm not saying Brian Billick doesn't grind film, but like yes, you are. he's been around for a long time. <laughs> no, you are he's just already, he's already rich. But like if he wanted to if he was asked a question about Christian Derrishaw, in which he threw an extra H in there, Derrishaw, right? So he doesn't even really know his name. Jared Allen. He's just, he he just gave you a couple of generic like, yeah, he can get to the he's a big dude who can get to the second level if he wants to. You could pretty much say that about any offensive lineman, right? He's a big dude who can get to the second level if he wants to. Just come and out. And then boom, your your evaluation just, just come out and say, say, say were, what you mean. If I were him, I wouldn't be watching film anymore. Say what I'd be you retired, mean. He doesn't so. watch film. He doesn't <laughs> watch film. He got he got let go by Fox and he doesn't watch film and it's really crystal clear. He talks a good game. Like at some point in time, the sound of your voice, especially with football, the sound of your voice oh, yeah. carries all the weight that you need. Like Baldy. Baldy now, which I do think he grinds film. But if he stopped grinding film and just talked about the stuff, just the buzzwords, right? We'd be like, watch it's Baldy. Watch right here and watch his ability just to slip. Like that, that's a little cross-chop. Now, square the hips up, bam. Yeah, but he's doing that while watching film. No, that's I know, but I'm what saying. I'm saying is if he stopped tomorrow and started just to talk, you'd be like, Baldy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's Billick. Billick. All right, so, anyways, I love Brian Billick. I love Brian Billick. I'm just saying. Actually, Dex, let's go. Let's go the other way to start with here. Let's go the other way to start with. 
We love ranking things on this show, and uh, we've done a segment on Mackie and Judd and sometimes on Purple Daily for a long time called Pecking Order. Come right? on! Football! And so, so today's pecking order, I, I'm going to bring to you guys, I have broken up all 32 projected starting quarterbacks into different categories. I'm going to rank them 1 through 32 for you guys, okay? And you tell me... What you think? You tell me if I'm way off base here. You tell me oh, like if it. you strongly disagree. This is a nice graphic. And then, and then thank you. Very I nice. Created very this, well, this is very well done. Myself. Phil. You know, ordinarily, Declan is the graphics master at Score North, but uh, old Macadac dusted off. I the, think Declan might be in trouble. Skills. I don't want to yeah. say nothing, but I think well, Declan's graphic days might be over yeah. after I yeah. see this puppy. Yeah. Trust me, Judd, you don't want the to-do list Declan has every day. So we should be protecting Declan at all costs. Um, So here is the 1 through 32. And then, you know, where does Kirk Cousins rank? All right. The first category is carve the Hall of Fame bust. I also thought about just going knock, knock, knock. Like, who's the dude that knocks on your door when you get in the Hall of Fame? What's that guy's name? What's his name? David Baker. The big guy who's got that guy. He's got huge football hands. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he and he I just puts that. his paw on your hotel room door. And guys start crying and like yeah. muscle. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just start blubbering. So carve the Hall of Fame bust: <sighs> yeah. Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Those are the four best quarterbacks in the NFL. Still, I think people would have put Brady a lot lower before what he did in the second half of last season. But until he proves otherwise, I mean, how do you not put Tom Brady in the top four? He's just ridiculous. Right. Uh, so Mahomes, Wilson, Rogers, Brady, one through four. Okay. My next category, five through ten, are the young and dynamic bunch. All these guys are young and dynamic, and you might think I have a couple guys too high here. This is this is 2021. Mm-hmm. What I project, and and it has nothing to do with salary too. I just want to make that clear. This is all just like your skill as a quarterback. Okay. Mm-hmm. So young and dynamic. Five, Josh Allen. Six, Deshaun Watson. A lot of horrible things buzzing around him right now. Uh, seven, Lamar Jackson. Eight, Justin Herbert. Nine, Kyler Murray. Ten, Joe Burrow. And I know that some people are going to say, Joe, what do you mean Joe Burrow's coming right. off an injury? Joe Burrow looked really good with a rickety team. Yep. They, they drafted some interesting pieces for him, and I think he's going to start to skyrocket when, uh, when he finally gets on the field again. And Kyler Murray, kind of the same thing. I think it'll be his third year. There's just a lot to like about these young guys. Your thoughts so far? Um, I might move Kyler Murray up actually a little bit on that list. On that list, though, so not in into the clearly carve right. the Hall of Fame bust. But I actually might move him up a little bit. That is your guy. I love him. I love him, Allen. I was really impressed by it. I need to see it in back to back years. But I think your direction here is right. right. Like like okay. I would. Five through ten, if they, they were dropped on your team tomorrow, especially with their contracts, you would say, "Okay, cool, thank you." Yeah, like you wouldn't be like, uh, "Kyler Murray, what are you doing to me?" So, yeah. I agree with your direction. I, I look at it as if you're going to label as the young and dynamic tier, then that makes a lot more sense. See what you did here, Phil Mackey. But like it, in general, I think Kirk Cousins is still a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. He's a better quarterback than Justin Herbert. Um, but at the same time, their contracts make them a more achieving piece because you can build your roster. Is he around a them. better quarterback I, than Her- he's not, Herbert? I don't think he's better than Herbert. I, I, I legit, Herbert Herbert's might be more damn mobile. Good. I, I, yeah. I need to see it again. Sophomore slump. You will. Come. You, you will, will in September.
Right and you'll see it in week 17, Herbert right. Cousins. And we know that already. That's right. But yep. the rest of the schedule, we don't know. But we will find out on Wednesday. On Wednesday night, right here live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Also available <laughs> via podcast on demand. Thanks for clicking subscribe and the like button. And I'll be sipping a beer when talking about it. Make no <laughs> mistake. Right. Category three, which takes us the 11th through 20, the 11th, 12th, all the way down to 20th. And the category is could do worse. Mm-hmm. You could do worse. All right. They're not necessarily there. There's a couple of young and dynamic guys in here, but they're not in my mind. They're not in that top 10 category. So number 11, Ryan Tannehill. People kind of sleep on him the last two years in Tennessee. He's been excellent. Everything no has jumped for him. Coaching has helped. Yep. Scheme has helped. He's made a huge step forward. Number 12, Dak Prescott. I've got Cousins 13th, Matt Ryan 14, Matt Stafford 15, Derek Carr 16, Baker Mayfield 17, Carson Wentz 18, which might seem high, but I I also think getting out of that train wreck, toxic Philadelphia ecosystem and uh, into something more competent, I think you're going to see the old Carson Wentz start to emerge again. Jimmy G at 19 and Jalen Hurts at 20. Major accuracy issues, and I think Jalen Hurts just needs to prove it over a longer stretch before I put him in the young and dynamic discussion with those other guys. So your thoughts on where Kirk Cousins ranks compared to these other guys? I personally think that you have Kirk at a very, very fair place. I think that I think this is now that there are going to be times that he is going to um, belong higher on this list, and there are going to be times as we We've seen at the start of the last two seasons where he probably should fall. But I think that as far as the average landing spot for Kirk, this is perfect. 12 or 13. Like, he he can move there. Um, I've always said, I don't think that he would ever, that he is ever consistently a top 10 guy. But he's right outside there, which is why I've always said he's not a, he's not bad. Like, you'll take mm-hmm. him. Um, he's not a, he's not a, uh, He's not a consistent great quarterback, and he's not a consistent train wreck. There is there is a feeling about Kirk to me that he belongs in the 11 to 13 range. So I think below 13, Phil, I'd debate it, but I think 11, 12, 13 is absolutely perfect. And if I was to go and, and take your list and move some guys up and some guys down in Category 2, I think Kirk still lands probably about 12. What about you, Dex? Too high, too low, about right for Kirk? I am. I, I think it's about just right. I would say everyone below him, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than. Um, and I would take Kirk over the majority of those guys. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Baker are still under rookie contracts, so I can see the lore to have them. And also Jalen Hurts yep. is also my guy. I'm biased towards him. Uh, but Ryan Stafford, Carr, Wentz, Jimmy G, like Kirk Cousins is, in my opinion, Maybe Matt Ryan's probably closer, but he's leaps and bounds better than all these guys in the could-do-worse category. I agree on your assessment on Tannehill. I think he has finally just found the right infrastructure around him, and he's he's been a baller in Tennessee for a while here. And Dak, if he comes back, will probably have, has the has the biggest odds to jump up uh, from all the, from everyone on this list. But I think Kirk is exactly where he should be, and that's number 13. Yeah, that's right. The two that, that intrigue me the most as far as jumping above a guy like Kirk in 2021 are Carson Wentz. Because Carson Wentz, when Carson Wentz is playing well, is good. Mm-hmm. The whole thing went off the tracks. But if Carson Wentz gets the proper protection and is in the proper scheme, he's he has a chance to jump back up. And my second one, which I'm really curious about, in a different system with a different team and out of what is a 1,000% toxic environment, Matt Stafford, right? 
Yeah. Like Matt Matt Stafford yeah. is good. And and I mean that guy was stuck with a team that has been a dumpster fire for pretty much his entire time there. He's going to a team with a good coach now, different environment. I think Stafford and Wentz, if if I had to look at this list and say who could jump a guy like Kirk, those two are at the top. Yeah, I think, and, and then the ones I think people are going to push back on the most in terms of guys who are ahead of Kirk and and you'd make a case that Kirk should jump them. I think Dak, Tant, people would fight on Dak, especially from a durability standpoint, right? Kirk doesn't miss games, and that's a valid argument. Ryan Tannehill, I think it's just people that haven't paid close enough attention. Like that yep. dude has been really good the last couple of years, but mostly I would say the Burrow, Herbert, Kyler Murray group, where these are young guys on the rise. You know, they've got a higher upside. They're more mobile. You know, they're you know high, more tout, highly touted coming out of college. Right. I think Herbert is for sure there now. I mean, just watching him play. His mobility, his arm, everything, uh, even just the numbers that dude put up as a rookie on a bad team, 67% completions, 4,300 yards, 30. I mean, he put up Kirk Cousins' numbers with more mobility mm-hmm. uh, with a weaker roster around him, right? Um, so, and then I, you know, Murray and Burrow, I think, are just taking steps forward this year. So you'd have to fight pretty hard. Anyone above Herbert, like if you, if you want to make the case that Kirk is a borderline top five quarterback, who are you taking out? Mahomes, Wilson, Rodgers, Brady, Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson, who won the MVP a couple years ago, took a step back in 2020. I just, I'm not ready to put Kirk above any of those guys for sure. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Al- Allen's the most uh, volatile, but that's about it. I think that's about it. All right. And then the rest of the list here, the meh, starting at 21. Oh, poor Big If ben. your quarterback Retire. is any of these guys, meh. Retire, Big, dude. Big Ben. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jared Goff, 23rd, Sam Darnold, 24th, Jameis Winston, 25th, Daniel Jones, 26th, Cam Newton, 27th, Tua looked very mediocre last year uh, at 28th, and then Teddy, who's still a starter right now, at 29th. And then the last three here, we'll see in 2021 about number 30, Trevor Lawrence, number 31, Justin Fields, and number 32, Zach Wilson. All right, here's the, the question. At, at what point in time do you guys think the possibility exists in the next couple of years for Lawrence to jump from 30 into that top five? Because I do think he's the one generational guy here. Like, I think there there's a chance. I'm not saying it's going to happen, well, but there's a chance. At some point, Brady retires. At some point, Rodgers retires, right? I think, I think both those guys are going to try and play for a couple more years. But this list is helped by Breeze retiring. Mm-hmm. You know, think about the guys who aren't on the list. Philip Rivers retired. That doesn't Drew help Brees. the list at all. Sorry. Yeah, it does. Philip Rivers he, was good last year. He's your dad, but yeah, he's okay. He was good. Yeah. Philip, where, we'll where would you put? Where would you put last year's Philip Rivers on here? Could do worse. He's in the could do worse category. Yeah, he's probably yeah. twenty. He's top yeah. twenty. He's probably twenty. Yeah. He's, he's ahead still got of Jimmy that arm. G. He's still got that that arm that was weak. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is the one guy here who I do think we're talking about a, a a potential at least generational quarterback talent. Yeah, and then one more thought on Cousins here. Like I, you know, it, this is just a a totally objective exercise. Like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to cast shade by putting Joe Bur- Joe Burrow was the number one bleeping pick, and he's one of the best young quarterbacks in the entire league. Uh, so I don't think it's that hot of a take to put him fringe top 10, especially with the Bengals drafting a couple major helpful pieces for him. I think this just shows you 
you could probably fight to get Kirk in the top 10. Some people might even put him more like 15th. So he's, let's say he's between 10 and 15 somewhere. Well, his cap hits third this year and second next year. And so it just makes it when you lay this list out and you see that Lamar Jackson's on a rookie scale contract, Josh Allen's on a rookie scale contract, Pat Mahomes' cap hit is $7 million this year. Mm-hmm. There are so, Kyler Murray, rookie scale contract, right? Herbert, et cetera, Burrow. There are quarterbacks that are as good or better that make $30 million less money to the salary cap, and it just gives those teams a huge advantage for for putting together the best possible roster. For Kirk to be a top 10 guy, it's very simple. Do not give me his stats, okay? Like, don't come at at me with, here's the statistics for 2020. The formula for Kirk to break this top 10, which he could do if he does this, will be now... 17 games like he started to play in what week seven last year. So, like, because he's the last two years he has gotten off to poor starts. You can't be a top 10 QB and sabotage your team's opportunity, right, to make the playoffs within Mm -hmm. six starts. And there is nothing that you can tell me about that Falcons game that was not Kirk's fault. Like, you can't, oh, the rest of the team, yes, the rest of the team was bad. But you know who was really bad? Their quarterback, okay? So if you want Kirk to be in the top 10, then he has, then he, okay, I get that you might have a couple of poor games, but you can't have an opening season stretch of poor games. No. That's my takeaway. Sure. And by the way, if if you have quarterbacks anywhere in that meh section, you're going to need some insurance for those guys if you don't already. Federated Mutual Insurance Company provides insurance for your business. I don't know if they can help your football team, but they can definitely help your business. You can find a full list of industries Federated protects at federatedinsurance.com. Find out what MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources, can do for your business. And just uh, sleep well at night as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Just make sure that you've got all your bases covered. Federatedinsurance.com. Remember it, Federated. It's our business. To protect yours. All right, boys. Football. There it is. That's the pecking That's order for this Monday. I think the way we'll do this is let's do this every Monday during the off season. Here, we love to rank things. One of us will bring a ranking to the table, something to do with the Vikings or mm-hmm. the NFL, and then uh, we can poke holes in whoever does their pecking. Order. Hey, which um, guy on that list besides the uh, draft picks? Do you guys think has the best chance to jump up? Substantially, because the guy that intrigues me, Darnold. Mm, like yeah. again, another dumpster fire guy. Though he was mm-hmm. with, I mean, the Jets are the Jets were a joke, and and his opportunities were here and there. Um, and look, he gets responsibility for some of what went wrong there. I completely get that, but I'm also not going to be shocked if he gets with a stable team if he's good. I would agree on Darnold. Declan gave a meh. Meh. I'll throw I'll throw Jameis Winston in. I've got Jameis Winston twenty five now, but you know he's with Sean Payton. He's got a huge arm still. If if he comes in and can, he's never going to be you know single digit interception guy. I don't think. I think he's always going to not twenty eight throwing some picks. But like, yeah, how about not thirty? Yeah, that might <laughs> that might help. Let's keep it keep it around fifteen or less and give and give those guys the upside of of the touchdowns, and then. I think Jalen Hurts, if Jalen Hurts can rein in some of the accuracy issues, and Carson Wentz, we, are, we already brought him up as a, as a reclamation project. I want to say Tua, 
but he just looked so underwhelming. He just he didn't look dynamic. He looked nervous. But he's young he just too. Overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. You could say that Josh Allen looked overwhelmed as a rookie. Yeah, he looked. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah, but those are probably the guys. I I don't know that I see Kirk making a huge jump. Like I think it's sort of no, milk and maintain Kirk, mode. Right? Yes. Just Kirk is Kirk. On a good on a good day, he can be eighth on this list. On a bad day, he can be eighteenth, and he settles right in around twelfth or thirteenth. Kirk should not be expected to not be Kirk by this point. <laughs> and that, no, I, I'm not tr- trying to be a jerk about this. I just think that we are we are to a point now where if you expect him to completely change, all I'm saying, I'm saying the simplest thing possible. Don't get off to a crappy start. Like start, you don't have to start great, but you can't be as bad. I mean, his early season struggles drive you crazy, don't they? Because then they'll turn it around. Like, just be consistent, dude. Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds and lake muck. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Yeah, well, I think I think he is consistent once a certain level of pressure comes off and yeah. then he can perform but, at the highest of Kirk levels. Yeah. And so uh, can they keep the pressure on by winning and then him perform well? All right, so that's a, that's a wrap on pecking order here. Boys, got another goodie for you. We thought this was – we kind of thought that maybe Todd McShay had negotiated this out of his deal with ESPN when we didn't see it early last I night. I want a mock! Mock! But he snuck it in late last week, his way too early 2022 <laughs> mock draft, and this will put a wrap on our mock season – when Todd McShay comes in and hedges greatly, let's 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 give you the preamble here, all right? Because he makes it very clear, as you can read here on the YouTube channel, I've barely even unpacked after a few fun days in Cleveland at the 2021 draft, but yes, it's already time for the first look at the potential prospects and first-round picks of the 2022 draft. To be clear, this is an extremely early prediction. I haven't even spent much time with the tape. For next year's class yet, I'll get into that later this month. And much of the f- uh, the following is based on what I've seen while watching prospects in person over the last couple of years. He's hedging here. Oh, as he loves to do with this. Come on, so let's own see. It. Own it, Two Todd. Things. Where does he have the Vikings record-wise, right? And yes. then, um, so there's also the matter of draft order, which I did not decide here. We predicted the following 1-32 through 32 order by combining early 2022 power rankings from NFL analysts, so he's trying to absolve himself from any tie to where the Vikings are in this mock draft. I had nothing to do with this. So he's got a defensive end from Oregon. Uh, is it uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, number one of the Texans, mm-hmm. six foot five, two hundred fifty pound edge rusher? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got uh, is it Keaton or Kidan Slovis, the quarterback yeah. from USC? This, yep, keep going. Yeah, okay. I have not seen this uh-huh. yet. It's my first time. <laughs> Stingley to the Jags. Okay, a bunch of guys you've never heard of here. Let's just keep going. I'm looking for quarterbacks. It's not a great Vikings. quarterback class. Okay, Sam Howell, quarterback, North Carolina yeah. to the Eagles at seven. Whoa, 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 whoa. That means something went real wrong with Jalen Hurts. 
See, Giants taking an edge rusher. Giants again. A lot of offensive line depth in this draft. Raiders taking a cornerback that we'll hear of later. Okay, Broncos taking Spencer Rattler, quarterback Oklahoma. That's a name. Which means they don't have Aaron Rodgers. That's a name. That's a football name. Football. Spencer. Spencer Rattler. Spencer. It feels like a name from the movie Draft Day, right? It does. Yes. It's a scripted name. Okay. Uh, Falcons at 12, a wide receiver. There's the Vikings. Okay. With the 13th not overall great, pick. Not a great season. Taking here. defensive end from Purdue, George Karlaftis. George Karlaftis. He dominated in 2019 with 17 tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks, 54 tackles, and an interception and a force fumble. But the six foot four, 275 pound edge rusher was limited to three games after testing positive for COVID last year. Mm-hmm. Patrick Jones, the second, the Vikings' fourth third round choice on Friday night, provides depth on the edge, but isn't likely to be a high impact starter opposite Daniel Hunter. Carl Aftis can be just that. After being among the top five teams in sacks for two years, Minnesota ranked in the bottom five in 2020. So they would go edge rusher. I want a mock! Mock! <laughs> Carl Aftis. Just out of curiosity here, I just want to see. Uh, other quarterbacks. Malik Willis from Liberty going to Washington at 15. Desmond Ritter, quarterback Cincinnati, going to Pittsburgh at 16. Finally get a quarterback to replace Ben. Looking for gophers here, too. This draft is not exciting right now. Yep. This yeah, is we've never heard of any of these players. No, but uh, the positions aren't, aren't exciting. No. What do we need the positions? The receivers, are, the receivers are down. <laughs> They're down in the first round. There's oh, like they took a wing, three they, they, quarterbacks. They took a wing back. No, I want receive. I I want quarterbacks early. I want receivers this year. Well, like, were there four long snappers picked in the first round and I missed it? No, like, it's just look at positions. Look, aren't the positions exciting. aren't exciting. I'm going to analyze McShay's draft right now by God. telling you this draft board. The Packers just took a linebacker. I don't give a crap about a linebacker. <laughs> this is boring. This draft sucks. I'm done with this draft. Would you be? I'm putting would on you my be mask. more satisfied if every pick in the first round was a quarterback yes. or a wide receiver? No, I just want them early, 30, top ten. I want a bunch dudes. of quarterbacks. This year's draft was great. This year's draft was so much fun. Why positions? What if they mandated from here on out to make the draft more fun for Judd that you could only take offensive skill position players in the first round? You can't take well, I linemen. I don't you can't mind take it in the first round. It has to be a quarterback, but, a tight end, but that's a running broken back, up or a all wrong. Look, I hope, I hope that that we have a draft that has a few Q, QBs emerge and go higher receivers. But the, that kid's name, that QB's name, is great. Was it Spencer Rattler? Spencer Rattler. Spencer yeah. Rattler. Do Do you think if you were a halfway good prospect, so you know you're not a train wreck, you're a good player. You're not great, but you're solid. If you changed your name to a football-y football name, would teams consider you differently because you sound like you can play? I think you could trick some of the meathead front office. Spencer Rattler, yeah, to me, sure. sounds like his name was probably Tom, Tom, Tommy. Johnson. Johnson, yeah, right? Well, that's a defensive tackle. I just realized. No, but I'm just saying, and the scouts are like, well, Tom Johnson's not that exciting. And the next day he came in, he goes, Spencer Rattler, nice to meet you. Oh, my God. This is like, who's the wrestler in uh, WWE? Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Who, like, like, when he wrestles as Finn Balor, like, he's fine. He's kind of undersized. But then when he wrestles as the demon. Yeah, that's what I'm he saying. Paint, he paints his whole body, right? Yes. I love me some Finn And Balor. he changes his intro. Yep. 
Like that's what he, that's we should, so Spencer Rattler is like the we the, should do the demon Judd, version yeah, of Finn a, Balor. Great football name. Judd reviews Finn Balor's entrance, and then Judd reviews the demon Finn Balor's entrance. It's completely <laughs> every time we bring up wrestling opposite. now. I'm not. I can't do oh, everything. God, I saw I'm it busy. live. It was so great. I'm busy these days. I'm I breaking things Finn down. Got wild Judd. playoffs to worry about. Well, what are we having Judd break down on Mackie and Judd this uh, week for DX? I believe right? I did it already, yeah. but I didn't get to it. Yeah, DX. Okay, degeneration. The, the formation yeah, of degeneration X in the history. I'm going to okay. tell you right now. No, it's a little bit hard to break down because yeah. it's a very no. it's all break encompassing. It it's all no, encompassing. Break it down. But um, I got some notes on it. Yeah. But well, anyway, are you ready? Anyway, we'll look to the click. Spencer we're Rattler, ready. I love your name. First overall pick. We're ready. All right. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily presented by TCL. We appreciate everyone who has helped us set a record for most subscribers in a month on our YouTube channel over the last month or so. Uh, it's been it's been a great fun run through the draft, and we are pumped also to bring you a live schedule release party on the Purple Daily YouTube channel on Wednesday night. So I think it's seven o'clock Central Time is when the schedule gets released, or maybe six o'clock. I don't know. Whatever time it well, starts, we'll, Let's say we'll six be o'clock. there. We'll be there. We'll be there, breaking it all down. And hanging out with you guys, Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment in your YouTube and or podcast feed. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tea time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community.